This podcast contains lots of comments about dumb things that don't matter. Some of those things contain strong language. You have been warned. Try not to take life so seriously, and remember, everything you're about to hear is strictly hypothetical. So Destiny is letting the dogs out. Mm-hmm. I guess we can just start the podcast without her. <laughs> Steven, would you like to introduce this episode? Oh, yeah. I'm going to do this from memory because I don't have it written down. Welcome to Strictly Hypothetical, the only podcast where we cover um, whipsums and, <laughs> and woosums um, to your heart's content. Uh, I'm your tri-host, Steven. I'm the Wonder Witch. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen the Wonder Witch, uh, and I am um, Michael, just Michael, and I'm Des. And Destiny, Destiny is now trying to pee. This is going to make it in the podcast. By I the way, I think this needs to be the opening. Yeah, this definitely has hey, to be the Destiny. Start. Your microphone can pick pick up from the bathroom, so just talk really loud. <laughs> Try to talk well, louder than you're peeing, because as we just learned, you can hear Michael, and he has a solid stream. Yeah, I mean, I'm just a loud peer. Yeah, dude, I pride myself on how long it takes me to pee. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I'm in a public space, like a public bathroom, and I'm standing at a urinal beside somebody else, I have this impulse and I've never done it. I I seek the day when I have the confidence to say it. But I always want to look at the person beside me and say, the water's a little cold today. <laughs> but I've never been able to bring myself the, to do it. The craziest, uh, the craziest public bathroom pee story that I have is we were at Flanagan's. You were there that night. And yeah. I went to the bathroom and I started peeing. And then like five to six seconds later, a dude walks in. He starts peeing and he pees for a long time. Mm-hmm. But then he stops and I'm still going (laughs) and then he leaves and I'm still going. And all I can imagine is like this dude walks in, (laughs) stands next to this guy who's been peeing for a solid 15 seconds Mm -hmm. already and then is still going by the time that he's done and leaves. That's marvelous. Was this the last night that we all went to Flanagan's? I think so. Mm, So they were um, peas of sorrow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Had to let it all out. Well, we've talked about for (laughs) five minutes now. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone. I hope you uh, learned a lot from the gym. So Destiny's back. (laughs) (laughs) I have returned. Uh, Welcome, everyone, to Strictly Hypothetical, the podcast where we explore. It's okay. Steven already did this. Let's just hop. Let's just hop on into it. Let's just hop on. into. I nailed it. (laughs) I'm the witch now. Question number one. What if? The universe actually saves the processing power by replicating the same patterns on different things. So think about when we see a dog in the clouds or when you finish drinking your tea and there's tea leaves at the bottom that look like a forest. Is the universe just replicating patterns that we find in nature? Like the, uh, like the golden ratio. What's it's that? Like- the spiral of like a seashell matching others. Uh-huh. So what if the universe is oh, actually saving processing I was very power? confused by this question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a little confused by this question. It's just general features being I think my recycled. brain is saving processing power by <laughs> not knowing how to answer this question. This one, uh, I, try, I had to try and figure out a good way to pose it to kind mm-hmm. of turn it into a question. 
I mean, but it is just a hypothetical scenario. What if the universe is actually doing yeah. this? Another thing you could add to it is what are all the different things? What are all the different ways that it's it's replicating yes, yeah. patterns? I feel like this is a physicist's like shower thought. Mm, it absolutely is. So if if I'm if I'm understanding this correctly, all the faces that we see in things are now <laughs> going to be replaced by actual faces. <laughs> no. Or no. all faces that are on people are replaced by the little faces that you see in like No. No, no, like stains you don't on understand reality the is the same. She's just saying what if the things that seem to be um like related or repetitions actually are like the computer of the universe is saving its processing space or mm-hmm. ability by just recycling stuff. Mm-hmm. Recycling features, recycling yeah. patterns. It's copy pasting on a universal level just yeah, so like to make the faces, things easier. The faces that you see on like machines and stuff is just the universe being lazy and saying, All right, I'm going to put two eyes and a, and a nose and a mouth there, make it look like a human face because that's easier than coming up with anything else. The universe is like pumping out different shapes of clouds and it's like, ah, I can't think of another puffy cumulonimbus. Uh, you know what? I've got these dog shapes on the back burner. I'm g- <laughs> Instead of a beagle, this one's just going to be a cloud. <laughs> yes. Does that so, make sense? No? <laughs> all fluffy white dogs are made of clouds. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Oh. <laughs> My God. I am just... I I am trying to get at this question from every angle I possibly can. And I have no fucking clue what this means. Michael, okay, so um this is a real matrix moment. So are you Michael. saying that like all buildings are that are made of brick are all the same buildings no. made of the same brick? Just Okay, so here's my problem. I'm legitimately thinking of this question as like, oh, what would a game designer do when he's making a video game? It's like, oh, you make like four different models for this dude, and then there's just a hundred different, there's a hundred dudes walking around, but they all look like these four dudes. Kind of like okay. the uh, like the audience of like a uh, sports game or something. You're kind of on the right track there, I think. God damn it. It's like, um, yeah, yeah, I, I think you're kind of on the right track there. So, it's just like scale that up into some more ambiguous things. Like, not just like, uh, here's a little puppet of a, oh, this is Bob number one. And there's a thousand of them. I just changed the hair color. It's right. like everything. What? <laughs> I think it's good that we Have finally we, hit a question okay, that was just a color Episode five, we finally reached the one question that I have no idea, like... <laughs> Mm. Okay, so the universe is saving processing power yeah. by making clouds look like recognizable things that we have seen before. Instead of making clouds look uniquely like clouds, we can say, oh, did you see that? You see that unicorn in the clouds? The universe is literally just duplicating shapes and patterns. Just like this, the, what you call it, the golden... The golden ratio. The golden ratio, the spiral. I thought that that was an architectural thing. It is because it's a nature thing. Right. Or maybe it is because the universe is saving processing power. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What if the universe is actually doing that? What sort of implications does that have? Um, Also, on a side note, it is about to thunderstorm like a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Bring it on. You know what? I have my headphones. I have my podcasting equipment. I'm, I'm ready to go. Steven, what's the weather like in Colorado right now? It was still sunny. I saw it on his face. 
Yeah, it's sunny. And I have to say, the other day, uh, we had a thunderstorm that was like a consistent one. There's these weird mountain bursts that kind of just like, and like Mm -hmm. roll away and they're gone. But there was a long, steady thunderstorm on a Sunday. So, we just sat outside under a bit of cover and just watched the thunderstorm. And I can't tell you how much I missed that rumbly, consistent sound. Yes. It is just lovely. Okay, so what in a thunderstorm... Is the universe replicating? Like, what if are you saying like <laughs> to save on processing power? Like, yes. the thunder is way too, like. Let's say the thunder is just way too expensive. It's too taxing on yeah. the on the CPU, so it's replaced by duck quacks. So every time the lightning goes off, it just cracks out, and all of a sudden you hear. Oh my god! So it's just it's just really loud duck quacks. So I guess that would apply if thunder often sounded like something else other than thunder. But thunder pretty much always sounds like thunder. So um, I'm still confused. So train trains going down the track is just the universe being like, you know what? It's gonna keep that thunder sound and uh, warp it a little bit, distort it, and yes, uh, make it longer. There you go. Yes. Oh, I think I just made sense of this question. Okay. We so can. you're saying like things that look like other things <laughs> or sound like other things is a way that the universe is just repurposing, yes. repurposing um, like a sound or uh, an image. Yes, exactly. It's, it's like um, when a digital artist gets outed for um, basically taking like clip art or something and mm-hmm. photoshopping it and it, pretending it's their own like original. Yep. So it's like when destiny farts and and we both say oh is there a frog in here because it sounds like a frog is like slowly waking up and letting out a big yawn yeah sure (laughs) is that what you're saying like the universe is just yes it's just like it makes my farts sound like frogs croaking to save processing power. <laughs> see, th- okay, that's just good. That's just good sound design. Yeah. On the uh, university. See, part. we had to appeal to the the editor in him to make uh-huh. this one really yes. land. Yes. I yeah. think that this question might be almost beyond our conscious capabilities. <laughs> yeah, but that's what a hypothetical is all about. Yeah. You know? I like it. I haven't thought this hard. I'm glad I finally stumped the master. Like. Yeah. Michael is a creative force to be reckoned with, and I just stumped his ass. <laughs> now you've taken me down. You can move on to level two. Someone who's actually creative. <laughs> Lies. Okay, so there is no like real answer to that, but I just thought it would be fun to explore. Like, well, right, there are no real answers. Like to all, anything. all the different ways <laughs> that the universe is. Um, what'd you say in the last episode? Tugging. Something like that. Yeah, it's tugging on a rope. <laughs> tugging on the rope. Okay, so what if the universe just replaces all poop with uh ropes? Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> <Say> processing <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean that would be a horrible thing, but it, it would save a lot of processing power for sure. But think about it. You would produce ropes and then you can actually use them for other things. Like uh I don't know. What do we use ropes for nowadays? But they not be in the same like length though. That'd be pretty useless. Like Oh yeah, a couple right. inches just, of rope here and there. It would just be they would just be nice warm bracelets. Oh, oh warm bracelets. Gross. Okay. Well, here's our here's our next question, which is probably a little more uh obtainable. And if you're confused about this one, Michael, um, we might need to go to the ER because I think you're having a stroke. Um Wow. 
<laughs> okay. Which apocalyptic dystopia do you think is most likely to happen? Ooh, do, like, yeah. like a zombie outbreak? Like Black Mirror? Like Oh, Black Mirror is so like hits so close like to the home. road. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Michael, do you have an answer? Because I might be a little long-winded here. Uh, I kind of do. <laughs> Good, that's what I wanted. <laughs> mine's, mine's just, you know, we, we, we've seen it like um, the world just unravels into nat- uh, natural disasters. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like the ground opening up and like tornadoes yeah. touching down everywhere. And there's just like fire shooting from the sky. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, like pretty much what we all thought was going to happen in 2012. <laughs> So like the end of you kind of picture like an end of the world scenario like that's due to like a natural disaster, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I see us trying to survive like either a just nuclear like like like, like post nuclear fallout like mm-hmm. us having like the last couple survivors just trying to make it through a radiated wasteland as yeah. the Earth is finishing up its last couple breaths, mm-hmm. or we just get to the point where like natural disasters are just commonplace like mm. like there's a tor- there's a there's a there's a hurricane every day kind of thing and you know it starts snowing and then it um bump- jumps up to 90 90 degrees or something like mm-hmm. later on in the day and just stuff like that like stuff that we just do not have control over yeah shoot yeah i mean barring climate change which is probably one of the more likely like civilization shattering events. Oh no! Strictly hypothetical gets too political. <laughs> One star. I'm about to get even more so, um, <laughs> and I don't even care because this is my honest opinion. When I remember where the first um, dystopia book I read was 1984, Compliments of High School, and I was like, "Whoa, this could totally happen." And I, I think he has some really valid points in this, um, like surveillance state. You know, everything is under the boot of the government, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like a, um, it's like primitive dictatorship. When I read Brave New World, I was like, holy crap, this is the real one. Um, because mm. it's sort of like, it's like a boring dystopia. Like, there's not this, like, huge figurehead of, like, the Ministry of Truth. It's really all lies and, like, all this stuff that, like, in 1984, it's kind of this, like, total apathy and everyone is just sort of doing the thing they do to get by and trying to f- distract themselves with some type of entertainment. I've never read, would you, was it Brave New World? Yeah, yeah. Aldous Huxley? Mm-hmm, yeah. I have never read it, but I, I do believe we have it. I think I'm too scared to read it. I feel like that one hit closer to home to me than 1984 because it shows, like, even right now, there's some outrage in our country and there's some Mm -hmm. big red flags but how often are we just like posting on facebook and like not taking to the streets you know right Um, yes kind of kind of like that i mean we just sort of let it happen anyways despite being outraged and right uh, it's it is an outrage culture that we are facilitating now and we get it all out of our system with like a nice good post on the Instagram. And uh, so I think. Oh, we'll yeah, just, that dopamine drip. Yeah. We're like, yeah, I'm angry, everybody. So I like did you can say something. something that's totally pointless and just like completely fucking stupid. And you get like three <laughs> people that give you a thumbs up. And yeah. you think And you think, oh, yeah, sweet. Like, I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to do a little PSA. 
to everyone who's posting about all the backdoor abortion laws um, and all of the the more open-faced abortion laws that are being passed right now, sure, post it on Facebook. Tell your friends how outraged you are that, that this is happening. But make a donation to Planned Parenthood or some similar facility uh, because money speaks way louder than yeah. your stupid Facebook posts. I'm telling you. You have to actually what. do something. Yeah, and I have another PSA for everyone. Um, I'm starting a Go uh, a GoFundMe um, to get animal crackers. Uh, I'm trying to get a law passed that allows animal crackers to be recognized as actual animals. Um, this is something that's been going on for way too long, and I don't think anyone's really <laughs> addressed an, it. It's an animal um, rights so, abuse. So at this if point. you if you don't want to slip a couple bucks in um, Planned Parenthood's pocket. Just uh, go on over to my GoFundMe and let's get these let's get these crackers in the book. Where the real change is happening, <laughs> Michael Brown. Michael Brown. <laughs> Jesus. Well, so I yeah, think... I think our dystopia. We're going to entertain ourselves to death. Yes. In the most narcissistic way possible. Yep. Dude, yes. I think I think after this last episode, of, which I think this episode is actually coming out after the season, the series finale of Game of Thrones. But mm-hmm. I have a feeling people are going to not be too happy with this one. I'm calling mm-hmm. it now. It's, this episode's <laughs> going to come out like a week and a half after the episode's over. But I think um, people will already be taking to the streets and they're going to be kicking oh, yeah. over <laughs> cars. Going to be like, I can't believe you did this to my Daenerys. She was my queen. <laughs> so, so there is a um, a GoFundMe that has been started to reshoot season eight of Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh my gosh, they've <laughs> already spent so much money on it's it. It's a petition. Oh no, I know. They, I would hope that they would never do it. Don't ever give in to your audience quite like that. But mm-hmm. so, Stephen. And Destiny, I don't know if I told you this, but remember when we talked about um, Sonic the Hedgehog? I yes. know exactly where you're going. I looked it up. It's horrifying. Dude. And yes, they gave into their, yeah. They did. Which, yeah. you know, some people are like, yeah, we fucking did it. <laughs> like, think about how, think about, I was listening to another podcast. We just reuse material that we get from other podcasts. Apparently. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and uh, they were talking about how this is just m- more millions of dollars that it, it's going to go into this movie to overwork the animators and maybe yeah. they'll even like, you know, grab some cheap animators from like China or something to come mm-hmm. in and re because you have to like re-render and do all this stuff. Yeah. It's not just like the replacing whole movie. the character model, pretty much the entire movie. But here's the thing. The movie's going to come out and it's going to suck. So <laughs> yeah, there's all, it's there's been all this bitching. Movie. Yeah, there's no way that this is going to be a good movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is going to be a 54 Metacritic score on IMDb. Like it's not mm-hmm. going to go, uh, it's not going to do well. There's no way that, yeah. 54 is generous. Like I'm saying mm-hmm. that that's, that's probably about as high as it's going to get. But yeah. I'm worried now that outrage culture has gotten to the point where you get enough people to complain because it used to be like if you were mad about somebody's art that they did they would just mm-hmm. be like fuck you like I, this is how i want to do it and it's already done but now with the sonic thing they're like oh we're gonna fix them we're gonna g- give into it mm-hmm. and so i'm worried that i'm worried that with the game of thrones thing if th- they end up shooting another season like if they get enough people to complain and they shoot another season mm-hmm. like where is it going to stop? Is it just going to eventually get to the point where like you can't get anything done because you're not you're not making everybody happy? We crowdsource entire series. Right. Yeah. 
And it's like the fact that that energy is even being spent on a series, like on, on a television show, you know, like, yeah, I, it's we insane. all have that as a, a nice little, like, uh, relax and watch our show. Like I, I do that too, but you know, there's mm-hmm. so many more important things happening that we're just letting like, okay, like what Des was, was propping here, you know, like why, how many people that donated to a new um, season being refilmed also mm-hmm. donated to something that matters. Like, right. Yeah, probably I mean, never. They're probably like, oh, this is the first time that I've ever donated before. Feel <laughs> yeah. Good. I know. It's empowering, good. isn't so it? so generous. Yeah. I need to do this more often. We, what we've <laughs> set up is a scenario where eventually everything is crowdsourced. Everything is pulled by everyone before anything can ever go into effect. And eventually, mm-hmm. like, we're just going to we're just going to work ourselves in a corner where nothing can get done without mm-hmm. everyone else's approval. Yeah. Basically. Info infrastructure starts collapsing, people start eating each other, children start <laughs> children start stealing from other children. Uh starlings take over the world. Um event- and then we eventually get wiped out. All right, third question is a user submitted question. From yeah, our, I love these. <laughs> from our other very good friend, also on the Appalachian Trail, uh, Emily, aka a Sunshine. Oh, so sunshine. we're exhausting that resource. <laughs> no, there are <laughs> multiple questions from both of them. So <laughs> I, was gonna, I thought you were going to say there's multiple people on the AT. <laughs> there's multiple people on the AT, <laughs> and if we're lucky and they are people. listening, they will also send us some questions that we can respond to. Um, All right, Sunshine wants us to discuss this. A mean genie gives you the option. You can either know how you die or when you die. You have to choose one, but neither option gives you the power to change anything about your death. Which do you choose? Do you want to know Mm. how you die or when you die? Oh, man. When? I would would have to know when. Because if I knew how I died, if they were like, you get hit by a bus, then every (laughs) single time I see a bus... I'm going to think it's it's the end of my fucking life. I'm gonna just just like, yeah. But if I know when I'm going to die, then at least I know I can mentally prepare myself for that. Yeah. Yeah. But but will you be able to mentally prepare yourself or are you just going to be obsessing about that date? I mean, I guess it depends. Listen, when I have a dentist appointment that's a week out, I obsess about that dentist appointment. There is no <laughs> way I could do okay, that. So, yeah, that, that's a good point. You know, uh, going to the dentist is about the same as dying. <laughs> Um, it both is you know it's torturous so for somebody like you destiny i'm guessing you would rather want to know how instead of when Mm -hmm. yeah i'm kind of torn so if i told you uh you rub this genie's lamp he giggles a little bit and he pops out (laughs) and uh he says one day your husband will stab you in the throat (laughs) i think i would be more comfortable knowing one day he's gonna stab me in the throat instead of knowing on march 28th 2093 he's gonna stab you in the throat because then i just gotta look at your (laughs) fucking face for that many years think about that i'd be 102 (laughs) years old and would probably be a mercy kill (laughs) it probably would be it's at that point where we figure out how to to be immortal but like we get past 100 and we're like oh man i'm so bored with this i just want to be over But then, but that's the thing. Would you just like wake up every day next to me and be like, that's the thing? I don't think that, he would oh, that even guy's... say that. Like, he would say, you know, what was it, March 28th, 2090. Mm-hmm. 
and you wouldn't know how. You would just know that that's it. Oh, right. So, you right, wouldn't right. know he Michael would know. was going to do anything. Right. He could say someone's going to, st- or you're going to be stabbed to death. So, here's a question. Would you rather, would you want to rather know when your dentist appointment is or just randomly get hit by a dentist appointment? Like you're just, like you're walking down the street and then all of a sudden a man puts his fingers in your mouth and he's pulling on your teeth. I guess when you do put it in that perspective, I would rather know when the man is going <laughs> to shove his I'm fingers saying. in my mouth. It's so much it's easier. It's 3 a.m. Mentally you hear the snap of a latex glove. <laughs> Steven, what's your answer? You know, I was actually going to side with Des, but that is such a perfect analogy. It is. I think that you're correct, and I think I would rather know. I would rather know when. Yeah, because think about it. You could just live your life like you. You would know like Mm -hmm. today's the day that I die. Yeah, and you'd even have like a couple days leading up to that. You can get your affairs in order. You can literally set up your morning. To be however yeah. you want to live. Like, let's say you know that you're going to die at 1230 mm-hmm. and you wake up. You know, it's a beautiful day. You decide to go on a nice leisurely walk. You maybe w- mm-hmm. wake up a little bit earlier so you can have yourself a nice tasty smoothie. And uh, you go you go for a walk and then, oh, what's that? An ice cream truck. Man, you haven't had ice cream since you were a kid. You know, you stop. They still carry the SpongeBob ice cream with the gumball eyes. And you grab one. And you look down at your watch as you're licking the ice cream. You're like, oh. 1225. Only got five more minutes. Wow, this was a really nice day. And then like you can set up your day to be amazing. And then all of a sudden you're standing there and you finish licking. And then all of a sudden 1230 hits and a satellite lands on you and cries. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) See, (sighs) uh, the reason I almost didn't pick the wind though is because I figured it might be irrelevant as... My my fear is like uh, mental deterioration, right? So right. I have like dementia or something, oh, gosh. and um, like that's, you have no control over shit. it, isn't it? So it really is. Yeah, you have no control over it if it's like that. <laughs> the satellite, <laughs> if the satellite's gonna land on me, I would that's almost. The thing. You choose. had no idea that that was gonna happen, yeah. but you knew when you were gonna die, so it yeah. really didn't matter how it was gonna happen. You're like, wow, my cell service just got better than it's ever been. (laughs) (laughs) So, Destiny, have I... Okay, so have I pulled both of you over to the side of Wynn? I think so. And this actually leads in perfectly to my game for this episode. (gasps) Does it? It very much does. And you might not see why at first. Okay. Uh Well, let's head on over to the game room. So I have decided to call this and I think I want to make it sort of a series. So I might not pull this one every time I'm asking a question. If I think of something special, I'll interrupt it. Mm -hmm. But I want to call this Mission to Mars. And the basic premise is you're the first person being sent to develop a colony on Mars. You'll spend the rest of your life there potentially alone. And all the other questions will sort of be a log of events and things happening there. So the first one... I love this. It's sort of a two-parter. So the first one's a little bit of a low ball. The second one's a bit of a, a solid pitch in our blindfolded baseball game. Um, so firstly, um, you're allowed one personal item, no more than five pounds, because every weight, every pound of weight adds enormous expense to the fuel to get you there. So you have to choose one thing you can take with you, but it cannot be over five pounds. And this is potentially the rest of your life alone on this Martian colony. Is there anything being provided by the, like, 
does this need to be a basic necessity or does this need to be no, a not even like recreational? That. Like, you'll have enough food. You'll be clothed. You know, okay. the absolute bare necessities will be covered, but you get to take one personal item. What would that be? All right, I have I have two things. Okay. Uh, one is just a standard deck of playing cards mm-hmm. because mm. there are an infinite amount of games that you can play with <laughs> that a deck you can of cards invent. that you can invent. Exactly. You're going to yeah. have enough time to make your own game. Like you could probably figure out a way to get that 52 count deck of cards as close to Magic the Gathering as possible. <laughs> like you could figure it out. And, oh, and the second thing that that I would have that I would bring instead of the cards is a Rubik's cube because I've never mm. been able to solve a Rubik's cube <laughs> further than one side. I'm really good at solving one side and then I kind of twist the middle until it like real until it gets close to two sides just to to make it look like oh, I know what I'm doing but I'm bored now so I'm going to stop. Um <laughs> But eventually, I will, and, and I know that there's an algorithm, and I know that mm-hmm. I can look up online, and it's like, oh, left, right, left, right, cross, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I think that's che- like, once you know the algorithm, it's not fun anymore. Um, but yeah, I would take a Rubik's cube. So the sun rises on a dusty, barren, red Martian landscape, and there's a tiny little white glistening pod <laughs> with a couple side chambers on the horizon, and from it, you hear, "I did it." And a bearded old Michael holds and up his And then I step outside into Mars and I unplug my my oxygen <laughs> oh, vent. God. And I just and I let all the air just I just let my lungs just suck mm-hmm. in on themselves. Okay, well you only get one personal item. So is it the all cards right. or the Rubik's cube? Mm. Shit. Well, that's the thing. Once I once you solve the Rubik's cube, it's like oh, well I've done it. So I would just say I would say the cards just because. Okay. You know me, I like play, I like to play games, so yeah, okay. uh, I would do that. So, Des? I am going to say a houseplant, preferably yeah. a pothos, because mm-hmm. those bitches are hard to kill, and you can make many, many more of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is, like, l- there are few things in the world that compare to seeing a new, like, a new leaf forming on a plant. Um, I am obsessive over my plants. I've gotten much better than I used to be, but to be able to take something and make many more of them, like maybe the, maybe the, the ground is super fertile so I can just dig up some new soil and transplant a bunch of them. But I think it would have to be a house plant. Yeah. You're yeah. after my own soul. Uh-huh. Considering <laughs> I, I own one of your so pothos plants. <laughs> yes. But is this, do we know if this plant will survive? Well, Mars? you're, well, you're we in a, like a in colony chamber. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you have this, to me, that was that was my thought as well, Des, because it's like, I might not see another person. Mm-hmm. You probably won't be able to take care of an animal, but a plant provides like another, a single other living thing mm-hmm. in this otherwise pretty sterile yep. um, environment. Okay. About, and so. Hold on. What about a puppy? Newborn puppy. I don't know. Is there enough food to support? Like, well, nest and one it, that would be over five pounds, right? No, not a newborn puppy. Yeah, but eventually mm. it will be over five pounds, and then what? Well, you yeah, but, kill it. But, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so to get to Mars, every pound counts. Every yeah. gram of weight, yeah, counts. Uh, so if you have a newborn puppy, he's probably mm. like what one and a half, two pounds. Mm-hmm. Like 
All you have to do is get that puppy to Mars. Then he can grow. It's not like, yeah. oh, I've had this dog for a year. You realize that puppy turns into Apollo, right? <laughs> and you're stuck That's on fine. Mars I with Apollo. Apollo to Mars. <laughs> I think, though, I don't know. I guess for the spirit of the question, I'd have to give that a fly, but I have a hard time imagining them. Because think of how much food would be necessary to also keep the dog alive. Like, that's what adding you do with well, tons and tons of plant alive, you can keep a dog alive. No, they're very different. <laughs> no, they just need sunshine. No one can see me rolling love. my eyes and shaking my head, but... Oh, they can hear you rolling your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is part two then, and this is the one that I thought was relevant. So that other one was the precursor. Mm-hmm. This is this is um, sort of day zero log in your okay. journal of your mission, and it is how are you going to spend your last day on Earth? Oh, no. I got outside for sure. I don't want to be inside mm-hmm. for any length of time. I want fresh air. I want to lay in the grass. I want to get real itchy because I laid in the grass. I want mm-hmm. to accidentally swallow a bug. I want to hear a bird <laughs> chirp. I want I want to get kissed by dogs and also get itchy because I'm being kissed by dogs. <laughs> uh, I want to tell a lot of random customers, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second, you're going to work on your last day? No, I'm going to go to the hardware store. You're going to go to your work on your last day? I'm going to go to my work. I'm going to say bye to the people that I do Mm -hmm. love there. I'm going to try and get some more funding from a lot of our really rich customers. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm going to peace out. I love that you added swallow a bug. Like that is such a... (laughs) Like it's one of those things that you won't miss until you've been on Mars for 20 years. Mm -hmm, And you don't see a bug. Swallowed a bug. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I try to take the, you know, when we're like running or something, trail running, and I inevitably like run through the field of gnats and I swallow like three of them. I'm trying to not, I'm trying not to take that for granted at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I was biking the other day and I was just going along, enjoying myself. Beautiful Colorado day. The sun is wonderful. The air is not humid. And this beetle goes down my throat. (laughs) I I fall off my bike and immediately there was like, there wasn't even two seconds worth of delay between the event and what happened. I fell off my bike and immediately vomited. Oh my God. Oh no. I was going to say, there's no way you swallowed that thing. Did the bug come back up? I don't, I didn't check it out, man. You I like, just you, kept you going. You like chuck him up and he flips over and just walks away. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> ever happened. Oh. Yes. Oh. Well, he, that poor bug probably did not take for granted his life in that moment. <laughs> yeah. I've got a whole new lease on life, guys. <laughs> you guys should try this sometime. <laughs> God, that's horrible. Okay, Michael, how about you? I would go to the mall. Oh Jesus! Help me. The J Mall. Oh, oh, that's the best one. <laughs> no. And here's what I would do at the mall: I would sit at the food court and mm-hmm. I would just people watch from the moment the mall opened to the moment it closed. Michael. And I would just sit there smiling the entire time, knowing that you all are the fucking worst, and I'm about to, to go it. to my own planet. I was about to say you hate people. What on earth would make you want to go to a mall? Pe- okay. <laughs> I love people. But I hate people. Do not let him fool you, sweet users. Michael no, does not I, love people. I think <sighs> I think humans are the most incredible creatures on the planet. People with a capital P, like 
the proverbial right, the concept people. of people. Yeah, mm. but humanity, I guess, is is the is the thing I don't like so much. <laughs> I like that you have kind of a yin and yang here. Des is very yes. like, I want to enjoy the sunshine and fresh air one last time. And Michael's like, I'm going to say kiss my ass goodbye <laughs> to everyone in the chamber. Yep. And I'm going to run everyone off the road who's texting and driving on the way to the mall. <laughs> that does not perfectly encapsulate what it is like to be married to each other. I don't know what, what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, Michael's going to have like a, a whole string of Louisville's police department chasing him <laughs> to the NASA base because he's been running people off the road and he's going to ditch Earth to get away I'd from I'd like to see him try to catch me in my space shuttle. <laughs> you never catch me, coppers! See you soon, oh, space no. cowboy. Do you think that? Do you think that there's? Um, you think that there is uh, cops on Mars? Well, not at first. It'd be just you and right. your hatred for. Oh, the, I would be. Oh, I would be the, the first cop on customers. Mars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your third question is uh, that there is a Sabaros on uh, on Mars, <laughs> and that's your only food source for the next 30, 40 years. How do you but not It's, it's like not staffed. You have to figure out how to like It's not manage staffed. It. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have to work for Sabaros <laughs> to make my own pizza that, I, that I'm that i not even getting paid for? The um, wateriest marinara sauce you've ever had. Oh my oh gosh. God. That was my first calzone. It was the one. Yeah. All, and, and I was like, this is just a pizza folded over. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think, is that even still in the J-Mo? I have no idea. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. Maybe we'll go there in honor of this episode when you come into town. Oh, we should. We should take a field trip to the mall. Can we pass on that? <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, like uh, 12 days in Louisville and that is not one of the ways I like <laughs> Oh, dude, we would hit up the Hot Topic and then we'd go to yes. Journeys and then we'd... Actually, I don't know if any of these places still exist. I haven't been to the J Mall in like Sears. 10 years. Oh wait. <laughs> oh, you know there's a Sears. Gotta get some deals. There's Didn't they close? Get some new Nike Sears socks. Sears is gone, yeah. Sears oh, is over. Yep. JC Penney's. Mm. JC Penney's. Let's get some family pictures. Oh yes. Jesus, yes. Jesus. I wanna sit I wanna sit on Santa's lap one more time before I <laughs> head off to the big, big rock in the sky. Uh, something that I keep forgetting to mention to everyone who is listening is to please subscribe to us. Um, we are on Google Play, we are on iTunes, and we are on some crazy app that Michael uses. What is that called? Uh, we are on Pocket Cast, Pocket we're on Podbean. Podbean. I think we might be on a couple of other things. Uh, if we are not on your preferred podcasting device, let us know and we will try to get our episodes put up on there. Yeah, it's surprisingly um, easy, so we're happy to give yeah, it a whirl. Yeah, you literally just copy and paste it. <laughs> we're also available in uh, text format via Thomas the Messenger Pigeon. Thomas the Messenger right. Pigeon, please write, physically write down any questions or submissions you have for us. Uh, but Thomas's delivery time is about 30 days to 45 days, so... yeah. He only has mm-hmm. one good wing, and he has to stop for smoke breaks. So he goes in oh, circles most of the time. Please leave some seed out for him at Please least. The, the poor seed. guy's overworked. <laughs> yeah, he's got, but he's got a gluten intolerance, so please oh, be God. mindful. Gluten-free sunflower seeds. Thank oh, you. Lord. You can buy those at your local hardware store. Uh, anyway, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Uh, if you want to hear us discuss a particular topic and you don't feel like sending a, a carrier pigeon, uh, please message us on Instagram at VSHpod or shoot us an email, strictlyhypotheticalpod at gmail.com. 
Uh, and always remember to flex those hypothetical muscles because you never know when the universe will replicate your likeness to save processing power. <laughs> I still don't get it. <laughs> 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 Goodbye. Goodbye.